What's going on, everybody? This is No Holes Bars with Big Burn and Jorge from Jersey. What's going What's on, going on Big Burn? How's the sunshine state treating you? It's still hot. And it's still, still effed up around here. But guess <laughs> what? It. We have sports. Yes, we do. We have a full slate of sports. A lineup, if you would say. Yes. So all the months that we didn't go without sports, now we're on a sports overload because everything is getting played at the same time. Man, DEFCON 5 of just nothing but sports. And also, season finale. Yes, sir. On today's show, we have tennis. We got Dominique Thiem winning the U.S. Open. All right? He was down two sets. And he won the whole thing. This is his first one. Congrats. And on the women's... And, oh, go ahead. And also, they said it was one of the best tennis matches in the finals because it actually it went back and forth and they said it was a really good match. Yep. Sure did. Well, in the women's side, Naomi Osaka wins the Women's U.S. Open. And it's her second one. Now... Also in women's tennis, Serena Williams, she fell short in the semifinals. If she would have won, it would have been her 24th. Um, she is also out of the Italian Open due to an Achilles injury. Is this the last time we're going to see the great Serena Williams? Yes, is this the beginning of the demise of the best woman's tennis player that we ever saw. I think it is. She's a mother now, too. I think her body is breaking down. I hate to say it, but yeah, we, we've seen her greatness um, a couple of years ago. Um, I hope she can still, like, pull it off. I'm not trying to sell her short because she's still a champion. But um, it just looks like, you know, saying as far as the eye contest, I think it's like Father Time is saying, winning. Yeah, I mean, she has nothing left off to prove. You know, she has enough money. She's proven that she's the best woman player of all time, if not the best uh, uh, tennis player of all time. So she has nothing else to prove. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm worried with that one. Um, with that said about tennis, um, on to hockey, because, yes, hockey's in playoff season. And uh, Dallas is surprising everybody with the uh, yes. – with a 3-1 lead over Vegas right now. Do you think Dallas can pull it off tonight? It's, it's very possible. Uh, but, you know, like we said, this is a surprise. Nobody's seen this coming. Everybody had Vegas pegged in, including ourselves. So, uh, but Dennis is, uh, Dallas is doing it. And um, whether they do it tonight or a couple of days later, I think it's a done deal. I don't think Vegas is going to be able to come back. I think we're going to see Dallas in the NHL Stanley Cup. Um, I don't know. I'm going to see how the night goes. I'm going to see if Vegas can uh, stay in this one. And it's, it's, uh, it's asking a lot to come back and win three straight games. Yeah, yeah, it is. But as far as tonight game, I, I'm going to give this one to Vegas. I'm not going to say they're going to win the whole thing. I'm just going to give them t tonight the game. Okay. Now, Tampa Bay, uh, is, is they beat the Islanders. Um, yesterday, 
four to one. Uh, Tampa Bay leads the series three to one. I don't mean to chuckle, but I mean four to one. Jesus Christ! Um, you think Tampa can close it out on Tuesday? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I, I don't really we're not even supposed to be in this position. Uh, kudos for them for overachieving, but now they're just playing a team that's way, way, way too better, and the team is the team's hot. So uh, yeah, I think uh, I think the Islanders season is is about over. Yeah, I think this is. I think Tampa's gonna take the whole damn thing. So I'm. I, I got Tampa beating them on Tuesday, um, and taking the winner because I think that they're um, they got more veteran experience than either um, Dallas or Vegas. So I, I, I'm gonna take them to win the whole thing, but we'll see how that goes. All right. All right. Well, you know, Tampa Bay choked before a couple of times in the, in the playoffs that they, oh, they were able to true. win it, and they choked. True, but uh, they're is. not choking now, so we'll see if they actually uh, do what they were predict, uh, predicted to do. That's true, but as far as all the teams in the Final Four, they've been they've held the Stanley Cup up. <laughs> yes, yes, they have. <laughs> That's the beauty and they of might, it. They might, and they might do so again. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, Jorge, guess what? What? I got something to bring to the table that we don't really talk about this whole season. That is boxing. How about that? Boxing? Boxing. What you got on boxing, Big Vern? Man, I got some very interesting. Go ahead, hit with that interesting. Oh, no. I got some interesting information for you right here. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. I couldn't hear you. (laughs) Hit me up with some interesting boxing facts big burn yeah okay so it wilder versus fury three ladies and gentlemen is is going to be december 19 19th in vegas okay this is going to be the third time they fight and uh honestly we've been waiting on this fight as far as boxing fans and uh I can't wait for it. So when this was announced, maybe a couple of days, not a couple of days, a week or so ago, had to bring it to y'all. Also, for closer um, boxing, like uh, boxing to to look out for, you got Lopez versus Lukachenko. That's going to be in um, on October 17th. So please look out for that. They're going to be unifying uh, unifying all three fights. I mean, not fights, but belts. <laughs> so. Yeah. That's gonna be a good one to watch. Um, I'm I'm gonna take your Linko <laughs> on that one. Um, don't get it twisted. Lopez is very good, but um, I don't know. I'm 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 gonna go with uh, with with uh, Lero Linko on that. But also you have uh, Earl uh, Spence Jr. versus Danny Garcia on the 21st, and then you got the you got the a real good one. And Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. Even though it's an expedition fight for eight rounds, it's gonna be on the 28th of November. So we got all that to look forward to. Now you said it, you said that that, that that you had a real good one. Is that really gonna be entertaining? Isn't it, isn't it gonna be good? Is it, this could be two old guys past their prime playing around the ring? Man, who doesn't want to see Mike Tyson, bro? You t- riddle me that. Who doesn't want to see Mike Tyson or Roy? Well, I mean, Roy Jones. I think he's he fought too. He fought over his prime. 
if you know what I mean. Yeah. But like Mike Tyson, but Mike Tyson is an icon as far as when you see his his uh, knockout highlight category, his resume. You know, saying that's you know. So I think that it's worth watching. Yes, if you're a boxing fan, you would want to watch that, even though it's an expedition fight. Yes, but I'm more interested in the Earl. Um, Spencer Jr. versus Danny Garcia because I like Danny Garcia um, as far as a boxer and uh, I actually want to see how he, he uh, fights um, Spencer Jr. because I think that's a good matchup right there um, but Yurlinko um, though Yurlinko versus Lopez I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be watching that yeah that's the fight I want to see the most um, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Yurlinko uh, I've been watching him uh, since he's, you know, became uh, really good and knocking people out left and right. Uh, so um, I'm very interested in to see that against Lopez in unifying the belts. We'll see. We'll see what happens, right? Who you got in the uh, Wilder versus Fury 3? Uh, I, I think it's going to be Flurry again. I think he figured out the riddle how to beat Wilder. Uh, Wilder, uh, Wilder is not a techno boxer. He's a knockout artist. And if you can avoid the knockout punches and the haymakers, you can you can beat him, uh, which he proved in the, in the second fight uh, with Wilder. And I think if he sticks to that same type of uh, strategy, he'll win again in this third fight. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I hate to agree with him, but um, yeah, I got Fury in the um, in the next one. The king uh, of the gypsies. We'll see if he can do it again. The gypsy king, yes. We'll see if he can do it again, and we'll see if uh, Dante Wilder will wear less uh, costume when he, before he goes to the actual uh, boxing ring. Because I think he blamed that on uh, his being fatigued as far as his uh, attire to the uh, ring. <laughs> okay, I, I'm not buying it, but uh, whatever, yeah, whatever yeah, you have I mean, to say yourself, uh, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, uh, I agree. We'll see what happens. You know, you know how much that stuff weighs before you... Come on, man. <laughs> All right. You know, since we got that out of the way and everybody has the dates to look out for, we can go into some baseball. Now, if baseball started today, Jorge... If... Are you talking about playoffs? Yeah, yeah, the playoffs. They're right around the corner in baseball. Yeah, it's almost that time. It is it, it is not only fall, but it is playoff season for baseball. Do we, do almost. we have any good matchups? Almost. <laughs> <laughs> We're almost there, but if the playoffs started today in the um American League, we got the White Sox with the White Sox will be play will be playing the Indians. The Rays will be playing the Yankees. The Atlantic the Athletics would be playing the Astros, and the Twins would be playing the Blue Jays, as far as the American League. Now, in the National League, the Dodgers would be playing the Giants, the Braves would be playing the Phillies, the Cubs would be playing the Cardinals, and the Padres would be playing the um, the Marinals, the Mariners. The Marinals? Yeah, the Marinals. <laughs> the Marinals? <laughs> The Mariners, man. Get it together, Vern. <laughs> so what are the... I, I like these matchups if the playoffs started now. I like this. There's two matchups that I hope happen in real life in the playoffs. Um, I'd love to see the Rays and the Yankees in the playoff series because we already know they're throwing balls at each other. 
Uh, oh, yeah. I think that that would be very interesting and actually a very good series. And then in the National League, well, everybody knows about the Cardinals and in, 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 in the Cubs. They go at it again in the playoffs. Yeah, that's going to be some good stuff if it uh, falls into place. I think my matchups to look out for would be the Padres and the Marlins because the Padres at any given time, they can get hot. And then with the, what they did in the trade, uh, the deadline as far as the uh, – I think that with with the pitching they picked up, I think that they could be a team to watch out for. Um, the Cubs and Cardinals, yeah, that's going to be a crazy one if that happens, uh, that matchup. Um I think another one, as far as in the, um, the National League, I think would be the Dodgers and the Giants because I think uh, that will be look out, look out as far as the, the pitching aspect. Um, now, American League, I think that the uh, the White Sox and the Indians, I think that would be that would be interesting um, because of uh, because of their pitching um, and because of the White Sox what they bring to it as far as the hitting. The Yankees, I'm with you with the Yankees and the uh, the Rays. I think that's just going to be freaking entertainment. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's going to be very entertaining. Uh, we already know the history, uh, you know, and what's been going on this season. So, uh, yeah, that uh, that would be some entertaining. So a couple of scrubs, a couple of bean balls, probably. Yeah, that, that's going to be entertaining baseball. And honestly, the uh, Athletics... I feel like they they're breaking down on this. If you they're they're getting more people on the injury report in the last couple of days than it, than anything. I don't know if they can like last with the Astros. Yeah, the Athletics got off to a really 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 hard uh, hot start uh, start, and um, they were you know they were rolling there for a while, but they've slowed down, and uh, most of that is because of the injuries. The matchup that would surprise people that would actually, I, I think that the team that would actually win with the Blue Jays versus the Twins, I think the Blue Jays would beat the Twins. I disagree. I, I disagree with that. I think the Twins is a solid baseball team. Um, I think the Blue Jays are overachieving. Let's face it, I don't even think the Blue Jays would be in the regular playoffs. Um, I, I like the Twins in that matchup. Okay. That's why they call it sports, baby. But yes, sir. That's Everybody's what, got an opinion. That's why. Um, that's why if the playoffs start today, this would be very, very interesting. Also, yes, it would. also in baseball, Alex Alex Mills only with only six major starts. Those are no hitting for the Cubs. Yes, that's a surprising. Only six starts, and he's throws a no-hitter against one of the best teams in baseball right now in the Chicago Cubs. <laughs> that, that's impressive. I mean, he, he didn't do this against, I don't know, the Mets or some sorry team. The Cubs were leading the uh, National League Central, going to the playoffs uh, as a high seed, and this guy comes in, six starts, and shuts them down. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. I'm impressed as well. Six starts, six major starts, and you do this. Yes, that's ballsy, man. Yeah, ballsy. that that is, and, 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 and
against a good offensive lineup. Kudos to you, dude. Well, if that's all we have as far as baseball, man, I want to go ahead and get into that basketball. How about We're playing it? basketball. We're playing basketball. Vern, we're almost to the conference finals. We are in the East. The West is still need to be determined. Yeah, the, the, the West is still battling it out. <laughs> yeah, the East, the East. Man, look 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 who's in the East or hey, look at the teams. It's the Celtics and the Heat. <laughs> it is the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat. Mm. You might not be that surprised about Boston, but uh the Heat it wasn't expected to be there and I will give you kudos because you you said early in the season when we got back to the bubble, watch out for this team, they could do some things. And I said, Nah, they're not gonna beat Milwaukee. Well, not only did they beat Milwaukee, they beat them what, four to one? So, it was very, very, very impressive. Thank you. So, with that said, who do you got? Celtics or the Heat? I am very interested to see this series. I think it's going to be a good series. I think it's going to go back and forth. I don't think it's going to be a dominant one side. I think it's going to go six or seven games. But if I have to pick a team, I'm going to go with Boston because I think they have more talent. And Jason Tatum... Is uh, he, he's doing it right now? He's doing more than what Kim Walker is doing. I know that he has Jimmy uh, Jimmy Butler, and he's a dog. But uh, I just if I have to look at it from a state basketball standpoint, I, I think I think Boston just has a little more talent than Miami. Oh, is it my turn? Is it my turn to go? <laughs> yes, sir. I've been waiting for this. I got the Heat in seven, and I'm gonna tell you why. Look how long it took Boston to finish these guys out as far as the old NBA champions without Kawhi Leonard. Look at this. Oh, my God. It took the. Look how long it took, though. It took a minute, didn't it? All right. So if you think about that. True, 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 true. But if you watch the series, though, if you watch the series like I watched the series, there was there was times where. If their shot efficiency was a little bit better, if they took better shots, Boston could have beat them a game or two quicker. Um, okay, I, um, I, I agree with that. Boston did have a couple games where the shooting was not superb, so to speak. Um, so, like I said, I just so think... So, basically, uh, basically what I'm saying is I got Miami in seven because it's going to be a dogfight, all right? Yeah, both, of these, yes, both of these teams have coaches that are going to put them in situations to win the game. So I give them that. But I feel like Boston have shown me, even Miami, that any given night their shooting can be off and then it could be anybody's game. So with that said, I got Miami in seven because Miami got something that um, that uh, Boston doesn't have. Their inside game is better in Miami than, than the Celtics do. They win players is... Boston got that all day with 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 Walker, Brown, and Tatum. They got that. But as far as inside, Miami got them beat as far as when it comes to inside play. Because they don't really use their inside the way they should be using their inside. They don't use it in and out. They go they go outside then inside. Miami is okay. going Miami is gonna use they're going to use the inside game and then go back out. 
But they got they defense is gonna change that is is gonna keep them in it for seven games. That's why I got them in seven. What is your rebuttal? Because I hear you over there. Well, <laughs> uh, I, I I agree with you for the most part as far as the inside game. Uh, Miami's uh, better. I, like I said, I think Boston has better wing players. Uh, Jason Hayward might come back for Boston. If he does, I think that's a big boost as far as shooting is concerned. Um, but I, I was still with my pick. I, I still like Boston over Miami very slightly. But I, I'll have, I take Boston in seven. Okay. All right. We'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. We'll see how it goes, good sir. All right. So the Nuggets have forced a game seven with the Clippers. The Nuggets, the Nuggets erase a nineteen point deficit to beat the Clippers. Where's, where's the Clippers defense at? Isn't Doc Rivers supposed to be like a defensive coach? <laughs> yeah, and you know Leonard. Is considered one of the best defensive players in the league, and probably really one of the NBA players that takes pride in playing defense. So what the fiddle is going on around here? Are the Clippers are being the Clippers thought. are old. <laughs> are they are they turning to Paul George's jump shot? What the what is going on? I mean, did you see did you see Denver hit them three pointers last night? Oh, Denver is. I mean, they were they were just throwing up haymakers, and they were going in. Man. <laughs> so if they shoot, if they shoot like that again in Game Seven, we might have a surprise matchup with the Lakers and the Nuggets, not the Lakers and the Clippers, like everyone suspected. So I have to ask you this: Who you got? You got the Clippers or you got the Nuggets? Um, I'm going to go with experience. Um, I don't know how many Game Seven experiences that the Denver Nuggets have. They're still young and inexperienced. Uh, I'm going to give it to the old man and, and Leonard. And um, Jones, and um, I'm going to pick up the Clippers. <sighs> Should I do it? Nah, man. <laughs> nah, my gut is telling me, is telling me the Clippers, but but for some reason, I I'm thinking I should go with the Nuggets. They're hot right now. <laughs> They're hot right now. Anytime you come back nineteen from nineteen points, you are hot right now. You don't want to go outside the bubble. You don't want to go home. So I have one. I have one word for you before you pick the Denver Nuggets, Leonard. So I gotta say. Well, if that's all you have to say, then why is there a game seven? <laughs> that I can't answer. Uh, Denver is better than what we thought. Obviously, they're pushing a team that's they were who we thought we were. Winning four, four or five games, and now we got a game seven to where they can eventually get knocked off. They were who we thought they were. That's right. <laughs> oh, Dennis Green reference. <laughs> the Denver Nuggets are not who we thought we were. So it's just damn court. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I, I think Denver will give them a good game. I think down in crunch time in game seven, I'm I'm gonna go with, with the two time NBA MVP fi, final MVP. I'm going with Leonard in the Clippers. I'm gonna go with the Nuggets. Nah, you just doing it just to do it, man. Do you really think the Nuggets are gonna win? I mean, the Nuggets have forced a game seven. The Nuggets has figured out a way to stop our freaking 
give kryptonite to Leonard. I, they've they've done it. If you if if you can put them in a game seven and they're doing something right to take Leonard out of the question, because we all know Paul George ain't doing it. Um, so it's pretty much Leonard. So um, they figure something out here. So maybe we should sit and see what they what they've done. You know what I'm saying? Maybe this, uh, but I think that uh, they might have a chance because they're using Jokovic right. They're using Miller, um, not Miller, Murray correctly. He's getting the shots that he he wants, and he's putting up the correct shots that he can take as far as in his range. Um, and I think the the players that are contributors um, are doing a good job. Like Michael Porter Jr., you didn't expect him to do this. His second year, he coming back from no, the back injury no. and stuff like that. He's doing he's very doing impressive. his thing. I'm, I've been very impressed with, so, with Michael Porter Jr. So I'm not saying that he's a game changer. I'm just saying that the the picks, the decisions they have made as far as the players that they've put on their team, they figured a way to um, you know outplay the Clippers. <laughs> so um, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna see if they can win Game Seven. Shit, fuck okay. it, let's see. Um, it. <laughs> I think Denver is a nice young team, and I think they're they, they got a very bright future. But um, I'm still I'm still giving it to the the old guard and the Clippers because I think the Clippers and Leonard they want LeBron more than Denver does. So and I think the experience will come through if it get, if it's close in the final minutes. I'm going with the Clippers. You go with Denver. I think it should be an entertaining game either way. I like it. And let's see who wins. I like it. I like it. I like it too. I like it. Um, Okay, so I got some um, news before we talk before we go into the wobble. Um, I just don't know what to talk about first because one is more interesting than the other. So I'm gonna talk about the least interesting thing first. Okay. (laughs) All right, Mike Del Tony tells the Rockets he will not return as the coach. He's Already on the uh, he was already on the last year's contract, so basically he's just telling them, "Hey, you don't have to worry about resigning me." Well, I, I basically think he saw the writing on the wall. They got embarrassed again in the playoffs by the Lakers. I think he was probably going to fire him anyway. I think he just beat them to the punch. How can you fire somebody when you don't have to fire them? Like your contract's out. When your contract's oh, well, that's, that's out, that's what I'm saying. He took the fun out of out of it for the owner to say or the GM to say you're fired. He said, "Now nah, you know what? I'm just gonna go here. Goodbye." So he, yeah, he took he took the fun out of it uh, for for the owner or the GM whoever does the firing for the Houston Rockets. I feel like their best chance. They ever had is when they had a big man, when they had Dwight, when they had Dwight, and when they had James Harden. You had an inside and an outside attack, but they didn't figure out how to make that shit work. So, well, the problem with Houston is this: they tried to get a team to because at the time Golden State was the team to beat, and and that's how they did it: three pointers and Curry and all them guys. So they built a team to beat Golden State. Well, the problem is Golden State ain't there right now. You got the Lakers to deal with, and they have a big man, and they could not. They didn't have anybody to combat that, and I, I think Houston, if they want to play small ball, they can, but they should at least have one big guy. They have four guys shoot three pointers. They have one big guy in the middle, and they didn't do that. Well, they that's Dale Tony, man. That's Dale Tony. That's Dale Tony's ball. But I mean, if you want to take it there as far as the Rockets, then it's really the owner that we should be looking at because the owner is the one who's pushing the GM to make all these crazy moves as far as the um, 
to bring all these players that don't fit to um to the Rockets because of the of the Golden States. Because at the time, what what were we all saying? Oh, the Rockets are uh, like a Golden State play away from being in the in the finals. All they had to do was just make one good play or something, and then they could have been in. But uh, guess what? Reality kicked in. Golden State's in. But I think that they are a team of their own demise. And I think whoever is the next coach is going to inherit a team that is not only small, but the but the salary cap looks like you can't really bring anybody in as far as to help you. So good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Easton's on the decline. I think it's one, one probably one of the reasons why they're telling us that you know what I'm done. Yeah, um, if they didn't think they was gonna find him anyway, but uh, yeah, Houston, Houston got problems, and uh, we'll see how they can uh, try to fix that. All right, if they can. So the main thing I got for the day, as far as bubble, 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 bubble trouble. Daniel Houston, small four for the Houston Rockets, not only cheated on his wife in the bubble. But the NBA got rid of him, too. He was sneaking in an Instagram model in the bubble. Yeah, that's right. And Instagram. If you, an Instagram model. Yeah, Orlando mean, has those. You mean John and, told me he tried to sneak her into the bubble and, and cheat on his wife at the same time? Yep. Oh, that's, that's, not, that's not good. That's not good, sir. Yeah. And I like this. I like to point this out, Jorge, that the NBA allows players to have wives and girlfriends, but not casual acquaintances inside the <laughs> bubble. So, Mister, that's why if you wondered why Houston Rockets didn't even seem to be there all the way, is because they was missing this um, their starting small forward, Daniel House. He wasn't there for game three, game so, four, and by so game five, they were already gone. Know, uh, as far as the NBA investigation, why, why didn't he just say, hey, this is my girlfriend? Why did it have to be uh, an acquaintance? Somebody snitched on him in the hotline. They must have <laughs> called on the hotline and snitched on him that night. <laughs> You should know, have maybe, been looking at that playbook. They made too much noise in the room. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> oh yes, I'm maybe, sorry. Maybe, there, maybe, there, maybe there was too much bouncing in 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 the room, and one of the other players got upset. Maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe so. That that could that could have been that could have been right. <laughs> oh, I, I you know I, I hope it was worth it for him because not only is he probably going to lose his wife, he's going to lose his job also. True, true. So I hope it was worth it. I hope she was all that in the bag of chips. Yeah. It, she was from Orlando, so. Oh, no surprise there. We, you, you live in Orlando. I used to live in Orlando, so we know how that is. Oh, yes. Very nice. <laughs> yes, very, 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 very nice. All right, before I go into the Wubble playoff matchups, I, I got one more thing to talk about. Charles Barkley's... Um, he won't be in, in any NBA 2K until older players get paid. Barkley says, give old retired players $1 million a year. He's talking about players older than him who didn't make any money, which is respectable. 
Um, come to find out, the lowest rookie contract last season was $890,000. All right. In 1985, it was only $86,000. Now, NBA 2K publisher... Um, Take two reported three million dollars in sales last year. Wow! So I'm I'm kind of with Charles with this man. If you want those those rosters that we love from from back in the day, then you know saying you, you should pay him. But I think that Charles is looking at it a little bit wrong. I think he needs to be going to the NBA Players Association and asking them. Why don't they get paid for that? Because if you look at the agreement they have with the NBA, they're using um, the classic teams and they're using the all-star teams. So they're they're pretty much using the likenesses and stuff like that already. So I think that he needs to take that up with the the NBA um, Players Association so he have a, a, a stronger playing ground as far as more people in his corner because he's got a... He's got a good um, argument right there, especially if we want these good, good roster type changes. Because I honestly, I want to see Reggie Miller on the game. And I think that's one of the really reasons Reggie Miller isn't in the game. Because could you imagine Reg Reggie Miller in the game? Just saying. It's Reggie Miller. Yeah, I, I, I like to see Reggie Miller in the game, too. Um, I, I also side with Charles Barkley on this. And I agree with your point that he should go to the uh, the NBA Players Association. Let them fight the fight because they're the ones that have to fight, fight with the NBA owners. Uh, I think he needs to take that up with them and let, the, let them do the fighting for, uh, for him if, if he wants to see that change. Yeah, because there's some lineups. I mean, classical lineups that um, they're even on 2K. Like, if you look at them, they're missing, like, a key player or key, key players on, like, the uh, the defense I mean, not only defense, but the bench. You know what I mean. So I think that um, I think Charles Barley got a point there, cause cause we could all like take a look back and see, like if you go like on Google and look up certain rosters, like we'll, you'll see what you'll see what he's uh, like. We're all talking about. Oh yeah, um, you know, being a video game person myself, um, yeah, I I like I love playing them old lineups. Uh, you know, uh, from the Chicago Bulls and, and the Pacers and the Knicks and, and Boston and Lakers. So, you know, and it's always up. But, you know, they have the main, you know, you're going to have Magic, you're going to have Bird, but you're not going to get that second player or the guy on the bench that came off the bench. You know, you, if you're going to do a game, you're going to put it, do the lineups. You need all the players for back that played at that time. And some of them, you know, didn't get the money that the players get today. So, you're right. I think they should be compensated. And um, I agree with Charles Barkley. Yeah, man. We'll see how that goes. We'll see. We'll we'll, we'll keep y'all up to date and see how that goes, man. Cause, cause um, I honestly wonder why Charles Barkley ass wasn't on the game because like, um, you got Julius Irving and on that Sixers team, and I think he played with Charles Barkley, right? He played with them with a couple of years on the, uh, on the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think at the end of it, at the end of Doctor Day, Doctor J's career, Barkley came in and took over. Yeah, I see that that's a good lineup right there. That seventy sixers lineup right there with Charles Barkley and, and and Julius Irving. Come on. Then the freaking yeah. Phoenix Suns line this lineup that was oh my goodness. Then the Well you imagine too, Iverson came in too, so you know, um after Barkley. So you you put you could put the, all three of them guys on the same team and Phil Duffy would have a great lineup. But that didn't happen though, right? 
No, I think Barkley was already gone in Phoenix before, uh, when Iverson came in from Philadelphia. Yeah, because I think even on um, – see, that would be another one, Allen Iverson's, like, rookie year. Because I think his rookie year, didn't he have uh, Stackhouse on the same team? I think yeah, I believe, yes, I believe so. But you got the freaking Charles Barkley team that had uh, the Phoenix Sun, the Phoenix Suns. Um, then you got the freaking – when he was on the Rockets, when he had Scottie Pippen in the Dream. I mean – Yes. Well, how about that Phoenix Suns team? Him, Kevin Johnson, uh, Thunder Dan. That was a nice uh, team. That, that was a good. That was a good. Uh, that was a good Suns team. He had shooters. He had shooters. Yeah, he had, he had everything. <laughs> yeah, he just couldn't beat the great Michael Jordan. <laughs> That's why they call him the great Michael Jordan. That's right, the goat. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, um, we'll see how that goes, and we'll keep y'all up to date now. We're, now we get to go to the Wubble. The regular season is over for the WNBA, and now the standings are out for the playoffs. And I can't wait to tell y'all this. It is Vegas versus Washington, Seattle versus Connecticut, L.A. versus Chicago, and Minnesota versus Phoenix. Now, I know Jorge don't really watch it a lot of WNBA so I'm gonna take over this one, okay, Jorge? I got you. Okay, thank you, sir. <clears throat> so the matchups that I should I'm gonna tell everybody to look out for is Minnesota versus Phoenix. First of all, just because just because the trade went down as far as last season to bring in uh, Skylar Diggins to Phoenix, she was she's not only helped them out, but she got them to the fifth uh to the fifth seed. But Minnesota has youth, so watch that one. Um LA, I feel like um they shouldn't be at a three seed, but because of their play, they're a three seed. Um I don't I think they do um they don't have anything to worry about versus uh Chicago. Um the matchup to to look out for is Seattle. Is because Sue Bird and Brianna uh, Stewart, they're kind of hurt. And uh, Connecticut could come in and, you know, saying they could take care of that. Uh, Vegas, Vegas over Washington right now. Washington don't have Elena Deladine. So for them to um, be in the HC right now, that's saying something. But I got them, I got Vegas with all day, but as far as to win the whole thing, woo, this is gonna be a tough one right here. Mm, I'm okay. gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with Phoenix. I'm gonna go with Phoenix <clears throat> to win the whole thing. Just a quick update. Sorry to interrupt you. If I, if I am interrupting, this scene on my screen that, and then this is back to the NBA that the Milwaukee Bucks told the owner of the Marky Bucks or co-owner told Giannis that they are willing to spend money into the luxury tax and that they will support him with a championship supporting cast. The owner's words to Giannis. Oh, they're giving him the keys to the city? <laughs> it looks like it. It looks like it. Uh, I just saw it on the bottom line and they said, I guess they met with him last night. And they said that they will, they are willing to spend into the luxury tax, and they're going to, and 
the owner's words, not mine, that they will support Jonas with a championship supporting cast. Well, well, we're going to have to do some research to see who's a free agent this year, and we're going to see who they could trade to. Yeah, this this is interesting. The, the one of the first people I can think of is bringing Chris Paul in. Uh, this is the thing, though. Okay, so Milwaukee said they're going to spend the money. Okay, that's fine. But who really wants to go to Milwaukee? Milwaukee's a small market. Maybe some players don't want to go to Milwaukee. Yeah. But you can play with Giannis. So I'm. I'm. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, you got. It's all about this. Do you want to win? Do you yeah. want to win? If yeah. you want to win, you go there. Because, and and the owners are willing to pay you now. Because I mean, think about it. What do you have to worry about in the East right now? Nothing. It's like when um, it's like when Kawhi Leonard went to Toronto. When LeBron left, it was wide open. I mean, yeah. technically, yeah. it's just Giannis. <laughs> it's, yeah. Everybody like Giannis. It's just Giannis in the East, and everybody else. You know what I'm saying? So I think um, I think you have that to pitch to them. Um, and you also have the fact how they've been to the, what, the playoffs for the last couple of seasons since then. So, I mean, I don't know. I just, I just think it's all about who wants to play there. Not there, but with him. So I think it's, it's going to be interesting. That's it. I, that was just a nugget I just picked up up just now. Um, that it was on the bottom line. I thought it was uh, interesting to uh, mention. Okay. So, I'm sorry if I interrupt you. Are yeah, you, back uh, to the wobble. I got wobble, or do you still have more information uh, on that? Yeah, I got I got Phoenix to win the whole thing, but um. Now that I'm done with that, we can go ahead into the football. If you want to go ahead into college football. Yes. If you put on your TV this Saturday, there was some college football. Now, I'm not saying the matchups were great. There was um, a lot of double-digit, uh, you know, point spreads. If you know, if you did that type of thing. But there were some blunders this week and some upsets. The, the I also will call blunders. But let's get to the first one. This one blunders. you might not have seen. If you haven't seen it, I suggest you go to YouTube and watch it. You're going to watch it probably more than once because it's, it's very um, interesting and I think it's funny. He made me do it and it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Big Vern. Um, The game was the University of South Florida versus the, the Citadel. Yes, I said it, the Citadel. Now, this is not big-time college football, of course. I don't even know if anybody really watched this game. I don't even know if it was on TV. But there was a play in that game. Now, I'm going to say I'm 49 years old, okay? I've seen a lot of football in my time, but I have never seen a play like this. Citadel was punting in their end zone. Way back in the end zone, they were punting. So, first of all, the snap was not great. So, the punter had to scrape the ball off, off the ground, and he's getting rushed by South Florida players. 
So to avoid the block, he kind of he kind of runs off to the side. He attempts to punt the ball like kind of like a, a soccer style kick, and he whiffs because he didn't get any foot on it whatsoever. He kind of kicked it with the shin of his leg, and the ball went straight up in the air like a duck. And as the ball came down, there's already South Florida players in the end zone. And the guy just looks up, the ball drops right in his hands, and South Florida gets six points. That has to be the quickest punt return I've ever seen in football history. Zero yards for on a punt return because the dude kicked it straight up in the air in the end zone and came straight down and the guy caught it. That's funny. I've never seen a play like that before. Like I said, if you have not seen it, I suggest you Google it. Is you will watch it more than once. So let's go on to some of the games that happened. Big twelve. You embarrassed yourself this week. You lost to three Sunbelt, yes, I said it, Sunbelt Conference teams. The first team, Iowa State, you were ranked 23rd in the nation. You have probably, uh, you know, you have a quarterback that's looking to go to the NFL. But you lose to the Raging Cajuns, Louisiana, Lafayette. You let them do you let them do two kick returns for touchdowns? Man, that's that's a blunder. How do you lose to that type of team when you're ranked and they beat you on special teams? Then we have Kansas State. Big time Big Twelve team. You lose to Arkansas State, the Red Wolves, you get beat by that team? Kansas State, work. I mean, you, I mean, you usually good. You usually win nine or ten games a season. You lose to the Red Wolves, Arkansas State. Should be ashamed of yourselves. And the last one, Kansas. The coach, the Mad Hatter from LSU, came to Kansas to change the team around, to change the culture, because Kansas has been a losing program of football forever, and the losing continues. They lost to Coastal Carolina. Yes, Coastal Carolina came into Kansas and whooped that butt. Embarrassing, Kansas. Embarrassing. Three big 12 teams went down in the hands of Sun Belt Conference opponents. Vernon, what, is the Big 12 overrated? Overrated. I think... The only teams in the Big 12 that we need to worry about is the same old suspects. Oklahoma, Texas, uh, we'll see what West Virginia did. They had an impressive win, but they didn't play anybody. Um, ACC note, um, I enjoyed this game. I'm sure my partner did not, but Georgia Tech <laughs> upset at Florida State. I thought mm-hmm. that was interesting. And I um, know he's rooting for my Canes to lose next week against Louisville. But... um. We're going to have more college football next week. Some, I think SEC starts to play. So we're going to have some better games uh, coming up in the college football season. Now, Vern, 
I have a question for you. What's up? Are you ready for some football? Because the NFL was back, baby. What you got? Um, you want to go with predictions or you want to go with um with the scores? <laughs> well, let, yes. Let's talk about what happened yesterday. So let's let's go with mm. let's go with some scores. Because um, thank God football is back. The NFL started uh, Thursday night, and we had a full slate of games. Um, you know, yesterday. So um, very happy to uh, see a full slate of uh, NBA games being played. And if I can get my computer to work, I can tell you what someone's scores were yesterday. Okay. Okay, my computer doesn't want to work. Vern, is there anything that you saw yesterday that uh, that, got, that caught your interest while I'm trying to bring up these scores? Yeah, um, as far as to help him out, uh, the Thursday night game between Houston and 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 Kansas City that was thir- um, Chiefs won thirty four to twenty. Um, but on Sunday, um, Seahawks played the Falcons. I mean, there's not really much to talk about as far as Seahawks beat them 28 to 25, and you know Matt Ryan, he put up some more numbers to uh, put him up as far as the the passing yards leader, uh, and uh, same thing with Julio Jones. He uh, he's now on record. He's like the third fastest receiver to get to 900, 900 yard, um, 900 catches. So. He did that all um, on that game. Then you got the Bills and the and the Jets. Bills beat their ass twenty seven to seventeen. Um, yeah. Okay, sir. I got the scores back up. Um, sorry for the technical difficulties. Then you got the the Bears and the Lions. That was actually a good game, Jorge. That was actually yeah, a good game. Actually, before we get into the to the scores. Let's get into the NFL blunders. We talked about college blunders. I got some NFL blunders for you. Well, I, I already started the scores. What's that? I already started the scores. Okay, go ahead and continue. Uh, yeah, the Bears and the Lions. That was a good game. Um, Bears came back in the fourth. 27-23. That game surprised you at all? Yes. Uh, surprised me for the simple fact that Mitchell Trubisky actually came back and actually won the game. Oh, yeah, that part. <laughs> <laughs> that part. Um, all right. And then the uh, Packers and the Vikings. That was a that was a crazy game. And the Packers beat them 43 to, um, 43 to 34. Aaron Rodgers, man. What a show. What a show. You still got it, yo. He ain't dead yet. His demise is greatly, uh, is greatly uh, not true right now. Mm-hmm. He ain't, he's, he's not demising at all. All right. Then you got the uh, Dolphins versus the Patriots. Uh, Patriots beat them, beat the Dolphins 21-11. to 11. Cam Newton runs everywhere. That was pretty much the highlights of that game. <laughs> the interesting game, though, was Eagles in Washington. Nobody, nobody. I didn't even think they were gonna win it, but Washington beat them twenty-seven seventeen. <laughs> you got anything to say about that game? 
I'm going to talk about that in in, in a blunders. Okay, okay, all right, that's fair. That's fair. Um, Then you got the Raiders versus my Panthers. Raiders won 34-30. Then you have a very interesting game that I was telling Jorge about before this whole week. Um, I think it was during fantasy. Um, The Colts versus the Jaguars. Jaguars beat them 27-20. Then we got his beloved uh, beloved Browns versus the Ravens. Ravens uh, the Ravens beat the Browns, unfortunately, 38-6. to six. And then we have the Chargers versus the Bengals. Chargers beat the Bengals 16-13. We also have the Bucks versus the Saints. Saints beat the Bucks 34-23. Then we also have the Cardinals and the 49ers. The Cardinals... Beat the 49ers 24 to 20, and we got the the Cowboys and the and the Rams. Rams beat the Cowboys 20 to 17. 20 yeah 2017. Okay, there's a few notes um, I like to talk about. Uh, there was some NFL blunders yesterday, and um, you know some things never changed. Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, new quarterback, new coach, same old Bengals. And why I say that is because they were losing 16 to 13. Joe Burrow, even though he he did some bonehead things, you know, he made some rookie mistakes. But and and in the end of the game, he led the team down to uh, down the field to where they was in very close field goal range to tie the game up to go into overtime. Now, the kicker came out and figured, I, I, I got this. This is a chip shot. Well, ladies and gentlemen, wasn't that easy, obviously, because he shanked it. He did a hard shank to the right, losing the game for his team. Then after he realized that he missed the field goal, oh, my leg, oh, I pulled a muscle. Oh, I hurt myself. And if you actually watch it, it was a nice delayed reaction because that was his excuse. But the excuse is they're just the Bengals, and that's how they they snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. The other uh, blunders I like to talk about, and very mentioned this earlier, the Chicago Bears, Detroit Lions. Now this is not a primetime game. These are two teams that probably will not make the playoffs, but it was a very entertaining game for football purposes. And if you had anybody in fantasy football, so. Detroit had a nice lead. They let the Bears come back. They made uh, Stafford throw an interception late in the game, and the Bears made a comeback. Mitchell Trubisky actually played like an NFL quarterback. He threw a good couple good passes for them to, uh, you know, go ahead and take the lead. Uh, so Detroit has the ball last. They go down the field, and they throw to the running back. Mr. Swift from Georgia, they drafted this year. He's in the end zone. He's open. They throw him the ball. And he's thinking, oh, my goodness, Detroit's going to win the game. Not so fast. It goes right through his arms, right past his hands, and on the ground. He dropped the ball. Literally, he dropped the ball. And Detroit loses the game. And, you know, I, I hate to pile on a rookie because he is a rookie. But you got to make that catch, man. There's no excuse for that. And what's funny, and I know I didn't mention this in the pregame show, but if you listen to the Detroit Lions broadcast, you could tell 
what happened on the play. Because when he was open and they threw him the ball, the fans like, he's open, he's going to catch the ball, touchdown. Oh, no, he dropped the ball. <laughs> yeah, that's how that went down. So, um, Mr. Swift, um, I know you're going to have better days, but uh, yesterday was not a good day for you. You should have caught the ball. And then my last blunder of the day, and uh, Big Vern talked about this earlier, the Philadelphia Eagles and the Washington Redskins. And, yes, everybody had the money on the Eagles. And, well, they should have. The Eagles scored, they were up 17 to nothing, end of the third quarter, going into the fourth. So you figured, you know, hey, Eagles got this. No, 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 not so fast. The Washington Redskins, I'm, I'm sorry, the Washington football team, I'm sorry, some habits are hard to break. The Washington football team scored 27 unanswered points. Yes, 27 unanswered points, and you got beat down by Washington's defense? Let, let that sink in. Washington defense? Kerrigan and Mr. Chase Young were in the backfield harassing Mr. Wentz. Made him turn off the ball a couple of times. That's why they got the uh, 27 points because they made the turnovers. Eagles, the Eagles blundered. They had this game won. And out of nowhere, Washington came back and won the game. And the Eagles went down. You saw the game between the Green Bay Packers and the Minnesota Vikings. Let's talk about Mr. Aaron Rodgers. 78 fantasy points. And he threw up over almost, what, close to 400 yards and three, four touchdowns. We all thought Aaron Rodgers was going to decline this year. Not so. Do you think the Green Bay Packers drafted Jordan Jordan Love to, you know, maybe make Mr. Rogers mad. And if that was the goal, bingo, because it worked. He went off. What, what do you think about Aaron Rodgers' performance yesterday? I think he did good. Um, I'm not going to sell him short at all. Um, we don't have that much time left, so Jorge, I'm going to say my last blunder as well. Um, okay. Uh, Minshew having beating a record as far as the highest percentage as far as season opener that's a blunder because now everybody in fantasy football if they didn't get them now they're going to get them um i just wanted to uh end it with uh monday night predictions um who you got monday night you don't have to go into it but just go ahead okay i got the steelers winning big against the giants and the last the last game I got Tennessee win. I got I got Tennessee by ten points in the second game. All right, so I got the Giants beating beating the Steelers, and um, I got Tennessee beating Denver. We'll see what happens. <laughs> and just one quick thing: Tom Brady's not as good as he thinks he is. The Saints' defense dominated him. Oh, it's true. It's very true. I'm sorry, man. We got like was that the last blunder though? Yeah, uh, that was the last blunder. Um, I just I just wanted to talk about Tom Brady not being up to par yet uh, with uh, you know his performance. Maybe Bill Belichick was the reason why he won six Super Bowls. But uh, it's only the first game of the season. He's with a new team, learning learning a new offense. 
Uh, we'll see if he gets better 